Hi, I'm Elder Michael Walker. Thank you for joining us today on our podcast, Yasha, Young and Sharing His Anointing. Today we will be continuing our five-part series, Crowns for the Believer. In the first week, we covered the crown of life. The second week, we covered the crown of victory. Third week, we covered the crown of rejoicing. And today, we will be continuing with the crown of righteousness. Now, let's read our scripture for today. Uh, Starting in 2 Timothy, the fourth chapter and the eighth verse, it says, Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Let's wrap. Paul was preparing to meet the Lord, and he was certain of his imminent death as he wrote the second letter to Timothy. Like Paul, some people have their hearts set on heaven and on seeing Jesus. Those are the people who will win the crown of righteousness because they love and long for his appearing. So we thank Paul for that today. And we're going to be discussing here um, this particular scripture. It's talking about finally laid up for me is a crown of righteousness. And Paul was dealing with the crown of righteousness in this particular text. Up in the um, upper verses of there, he was talking about that he was he was appearing or approaching the time of his departure. Paul didn't want to depart, but due to the circumstances, he was reaching, getting closer and closer. So he was giving Timothy some encouraging words. But these encouraging words was also for us to let us know that our future is provided for us. You know, he said, henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. So Paul was letting them know that God had already prepared a crown for him, a crown of righteousness, but not only for him, but for all those that long for his appearing, all those that waited patiently for the Lord's return. So it was encouraging not only himself as he was getting closer to his death, but also leaving encouragement for Timothy and also for the church. As we have this epistle in our presence right now, we can go back and reflect. We know that Paul battled a lot of things going on in his life. He had a lot of enemies. Not only did he have enemies inward, he was battling himself, but he also had enemies in the world that he was battling. Now, so many times in life, we are fighting against a threefold enemy, the world, the flesh, and the devil. So Paul was discussing some things and realizing that he had a lot of challenges going on. And we know we have a lot of challenges going on, but our righteousness, our waiting, our loving, our patiently waiting um, as we go through this world, waiting for Jesus to come back and, and um come back and judge this world. Now we're going to be judged. We're going to be a judge according to the things that we have done, but the righteous judge is going to judge us. Jesus himself is going to be the judge. Jesus himself has a crown laid up for us that have waited for his appearance. So we don't have to dread the day of judgment as some people will have to dread that day because they don't have a relationship with God, nor do they have a relationship with Jesus Christ and don't know him in the partner of their sins. So for them to die is going to be experiencing two death. They're going to die. They're going to die a spiritual death. They're already dead if they don't accept Jesus Christ as their personal savior and they haven't been quickened 
by their spirit back to life. And then they are also going to die a physical death. But in eternity, this death is going to be a constant death. It's going to be an everlasting death. It's going to be a death for eternity. But we know by us accepting Christ and not only accepting him, but waiting for him, waiting for his appearance, then we shall receive a crown of righteousness. The Lord himself is going to give it to us. The Lord himself will keep it for us. So we don't know. But we know that when he appear, we shall be like him. We know in 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, in the 12th verse, it says, For we know we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know even also as I have known. Meaning that everything is going to come clear when Jesus come and bring that crown of righteousness to us. It's going to be plain and clear. We see in part, we prophesy in part, but we don't know everything fully right now because God has a lot of things that we can't see right now blocking us from seeing things so that we don't try to manipulate our situation, so that we don't try to manipulate our circumstances. But beloved, in John, the first chapter in the third verse, it says, beloved, now are we the sons of God and it doeth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. A lot of us haven't seen Jesus. We don't know what Jesus looked like, but I'm not worried about what he looked like. All I'm worried about is being in his presence. All I'm worried about being with him when he come, or even if I am to die now, I'll go be with him then. So I just thank God that we're going to be in Jesus' presence. See, it ain't about this physical crown that we're going to receive. It ain't about the physicalness of this. And these crowns ain't about physical stuff. They're about being in the presence of the Lord. And that's our main objective, that we live a right life down here, a life of righteousness. Those that have waited and, and waited for his appearing that we're going to receive that crown of righteousness. The righteous judge will be there. You know, Jesus himself is going to be there. He's going to be the one to give us this crown. You know, not, not you know, it, it's, it, it's not going to be given by nobody else. So we know that we're going to see him. We're going to be in his presence. He says, he before whom all hearts are open. He who judgment is according to knowledge and whose understanding is all the unknown and unnoticed conflicts of every earnest soul. He is the righteous judge. Human judge at its best cannot be perfectly righteous. It may approach to it, but what man knoweth, what man knoweth the things of man, save the spirit of which is in the man. So, what knows us? Who knows our heart except God, the righteous judge, except Jesus, except our spirit that's within us? So that's what it's talking about, the spirit within us. So this righteousness, this king crown of righteousness that we're going to receive from the Lord, he is a judge. He knows the man's heart. So it ain't about what you do on the outward appearance. It's about what goes on in a man's heart. That's what God is going to be judging. That's what Jesus is going to look looking for. That's what he's going to give that reward to. He's going to give that reward to that faithful heart, to that just and righteous heart. You can do a lot of things on the outward side. You know, like the old proverb says that, that you might can fool, fool me, but you can't fool God. You might fool me once, fool me twice, shame on me, but God is never fooled. He's never fooled about nothing that man does 
on the outwards. A lot of us are hypocrites. We do things on the outside, but we're all jacked up on the inside. So sometimes you got to search yourself. You know, the, the word of James says, a man goes in a mirror and look at himself, but walk away and don't do anything to change his appearance. That's how we are. So the word is our mirror today. The word is saying, take a look in here. Find yourself. And see, that's the thing that Paul dealt with so strongly because he continually battled himself and the things that he was dealing with. That's why he had that inward struggle. You know, so many times my pastors say, you know, I'm, I got an enemy and it's the inner me, the inner me, the inner me. We battle so much time with our inner selves and trying to keep it right. And so we have to come to grips of where we are and make the necessary changes to move towards the crown of righteousness. We're going to receive that crown of righteousness if you do the things that the word tells you to do. If you live through the spirit and allow the spirit of God to leave you and to guide you and to take you to that place. So I just thank God for this word today. I thank God for his scripture. You know, it says, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is a victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. We know that we're going to overcome through the belief and the trust that Jesus is going to return soon for us. That's in the, um, that's in John, first John, the fifth chapter in the fourth and fifth verse. In the fifth verse, it says, who is that? Who is it that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the son of God. So the main objective is to trust him, to believe in him, to accept him as your personal savior. Make the necessary corrections in your life only through the Holy Spirit can we do that. God give us a power. So we got to turn to the word of God and let the word of God lead us through his Holy Spirit on the things that we need to adjust in our lives. And I thank you today for joining us on our podcast. We're going to close out. But before we do, we want you to join us next week because we'll be talking about the final and fifth crown of glory. The crown of glory is what we will be discussing last week, next week. So we want to close out in a prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just praise and magnify your holy name, God. We realize that we have not failed yet, God, that you are still present in our lives, God. And we realize because of our faith, God, that is our victory, God. Our belief in you, God. Our trust in you, God. Our knowing that you will never leave us nor forsake us because your word said so, God. And we stand upon your word, God. We know that the heavens hangs in place because of your word, God. You spoke it and it shall be, God. So we got to trust you, God. We got to believe in you, God. We got to stand upon you, God. And we know if we do that, God, then we shall receive this crown of righteousness that you have spoken to us about, God. Because we're patiently waiting for the appearance of Jesus Christ. Whether it be in the rapture, God, or we pass away and die, God, we just want to be in his presence, God. So we magnify you, God. We glorify you. And Satan, we bind you in every demonic force, every hindering spirit, and every weapon that's formed against us shall not prosper, God. And we thank you, God, for just giving us the faith, God, to believe, God, the faith to trust, God, the faith to stand, God, and to realize that it's not about us, God, but it's all about your purpose, God, and it's all about your plan for our lives. So we thank you today for joining us on our podcast. And as always, thank you for joining Yasha Young and sharing his anointing. You have a blessed day. Until the next time, I'm Elder Michael Walker.